This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called Radicalis, Developing Spiritual Roots. In these lessons, we'll learn how to live a life that is deeply rooted in Christ and His Word so that we can become all God has created us to be. In just a moment, we're going to tell you how to get the Lord's Prayer, Words of Hope and Happiness Children's Gift Book. This special resource will help you strengthen the hope of the children in your life by introducing them to the Lord's Prayer. Go to PastorRick.com to find out more or just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part two of a message called Radical Freedom. The Bible says, in Christ and through faith in Him, we may approach God with freedom, there's the second freedom, with freedom and confidence. Now circle through faith in Him, because what I'm telling you right now is this. All access to God, God just doesn't give that to anybody. The whole world doesn't have direct access to God. That's a myth. They don't. God gives direct access, personal access to himself through his son, Jesus Christ. Only those who've put their faith in his son, who've trusted in him, have that direct access. God just doesn't give out all direct access passes to everybody. Now the Bible says this, look here on the screen, Hebrews 4, 16. Let us then feel free, that's the second freedom. Let us feel free to come before God's throne now, how do you do that? How do you come before God's throne? You pray. You don't have to say any of these and thous. You don't have to have any fancy words. You don't have to have any certain ritual. You just come to God as, as a father. Our father who art in heaven. Daddy, Abba. You just come as a child, our father. Let us feel free to come before God's throne. Here there is grace. And we can receive mercy and grace to help us when we need it. Is that good news? Oh yeah, that's good news. So, why am I free? Because first, everything I've done wrong in the past is forgiven and forgotten. And second, no matter what I face today, I can talk to God about it instantly. Lord, I'm going into Costco right now and uh, I need some help. I'm tempted to buy everything. You know, you can talk to God anytime, anywhere. You can talk to him at a stoplight. You don't have to close your eyes. You have personal access to God. Now, here's my question about this one. Why don't you take advantage of this more often? If you could talk to anybody in the world any time of the day, let's say, you know, you needed help on something, and God says, I'm here any time of the day, why don't you take advantage of that more often? Why don't you talk to him more often? Jesus said, you have not because you ask not. Every prayer doesn't have to end in Jesus' name. Amen. You can keep a running prayer going throughout the day. You just keep, keep talking to God all the time. And, you know, and, you know sometimes you're talking with a friend and then you, you don't see him for a day. And when you pick up the conversation, you just pick up where you left off. You can do that with God all the time. Clear conscience. Personal access to God. Number three. Radical freedom, what Jesus wants you to be free from is the power to do what's right. 
Radical freedom is the power to do what's right. Now, I need to explain this because most people have a limited, actually a quite immature view or definition of freedom. Most people think freedom means no rules. That's freedom, you know? It's, I've always laughed at kids who, who said, you know, I can't wait till I graduate because then I'm going to be free from my parents and all their authority. Well, that's just fantastic. Okay, now, what are you going to do after you graduate? Oh, I'm joining the Army. Hello? Little hammer, big hammer. Okay, okay. You will always have authority over you in your life. Get used to it. It may be a boss, it may be the government, it may be some, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. At some point, you, nobody has unlimited life. There are limitations in every area of life. But a lot of people think freedom means no borders, no boundaries, no rules, no regulations, no restrictions, no limits. Now let me explain this to you very clearly. Freedom is not the absence of limits. Freedom is the power God graciously gives you to say yes and no, to say yes to the right things and to say no to the things that mess up your life. Freedom is more than the restriction limitations taken off. Freedom is the power to do the right thing, the power to do what's good, the power to stop doing self-destructive things that you'd like to stop, but you can't. See, freedom is far more positive and far more powerful than simply no limits, no rules, no regulations. I want you to write this down in your outline. Freedom is the power to say both yes and no. Freedom is the power to say both yes and no. Not just yes, but to say no to some things. And, and if you don't have the power to say no, there's a word for that. It's called addiction. And you get obsessions and compulsions and addictions in your life because you don't have the power to say no. Let me give you an example. I read this story this week. I thought it was a a good example of what I'm trying to share with you. The guy says, my parents were the typical liberated baby boomers. I perceive they were probably hippies growing up. My parents were the typical liberated baby boomers, so there weren't many boundaries in our home for me growing up. My dad thought he was being cool, allowing me to experiment with sex and even drugs. My sister and I were encouraged to, quote, find your bliss, end quote. And we were encouraged to do whatever we felt like doing, all in the name of creativity and freedom. But by the time we were in our mid-20s, both my sister and I were really messed up and confused. My sister had had two abortions. I got AIDS, and my new wife left me because I couldn't end my addiction to meth and porn. My so-called freedom wasn't freedom at all. It was a sham. On the outside, I appeared to be enjoying the fast life, but inside, I was enslaved. Enslaved to my own fears, my own insecurities, and my own compulsions. I needed somebody to free me from myself, bingo. You need somebody to free you from yourself. 
There are things that you don't like about you that you've tried to change and you can't. If you could, you would, but you can't, so you won't. And there are things you go, man, I don't like that. You know, I don't like worrying all the time, but I don't know how to stop it. I don't know why I say these things that embarrass me, and, but I don't know how to stop it. I, I, you know, why do I fly off at the handle at the people I love the most? I don't want to do that, but I can't stop it. And I don't want to be afraid, and I don't want to be nervous, and I don't want to be anxious. I don't want to be stressed out all the time, but I am. How do I stop it? I wish I was more patient. I'm not. I wish I was more organized. I'm not. I wish I was more loving and kind to people, but I'm not. I wish I was less, un, less selfish. There are a lot of things you don't like about you. You cover them up. You try to make it look like it's no big deal, but it's a big deal to you. You don't have the power to stop. You don't have the power to say no. That kind of power only comes from God. It only comes from God. I've told you this many times that, you know, the reason why so many self-help books are sold every year is because people have an innate desire to change themselves. This year, not thousands, tens of thousands of self-help books will be written on everything from how to manage your time better to how to be a better leader, to how to lose weight, to how to save your relationship, and on and on and on. And actually, many of those self-help books have some good advice in them. They actually do have some good things. The one thing that they don't provide is the power. No book gives you the power to change. You can read it, and you can know the right thing to do and still not do it. Everybody agree with that? I mean, it's kind of like the way I read diet books. <laughs> you know, I get a good diet book. I sit down in my lazy boy chair, get a bag of potato chips and a Coke. And I start reading this diet book. And I go, man, this is good. This is really good. In fact, I, I'll get out a highlighter. I think I'll underline some parts of this. It's really, in fact, this is so good, I think I'm gonna memorize sections of this diet book and I'll put it on a little card and, and I mean, this is really good. In fact, I feel healthy just reading it. <laughs> but do I do anything about it? No, why? You don't have the power to do the right thing unless you plug into that power to do the right thing. And you say, God, I'm gonna need your help. I need that kind of freedom, the power to not do the wrong thing. The Bible talks about this a lot. Second Peter says this here on the screen. Some people uh, arrogantly use nonsense to seduce people by appealing to their sexual desires, especially to sexual freedom. In other words, hey man, everybody's doing it. Sexual freedom, ooh, we're all in for it. Yeah, peace, love, and Bobby Sherman, you know? Uh, sexual freedom. They promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves to corruption. And then here's the key. A person is a slave to whatever he gives into. You see, why God hates sin, and besides the fact that it's rebellion against him, but one of the things we don't realize is that sin is addicting. All sin is addicting. You do it once, you wanna do it again. 
and you want to do it again, 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 and pretty soon, you can't stop. You can't stop. And it has become a habit in your life. It's become a compulsion in your life. It's become a pattern in your life. And you don't know how to break that pattern because you don't have the power. Paul voiced this this tension this way in Romans 7, here on the screen. What a miserable person I am. Who's going to free me from this life that is dominated by sin? I can't stop worrying. I got insomnia all the time. I can't stop being afraid. I can't stop second-guessing myself. I can't stop putting myself down. I can't stop living in shame. I can't stop on and on and on. Who will free me from this life that's dominated by sin? And then he answers his own question. Thank God. The answer is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Why? Because Jesus said, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Radical freedom is not simply no limits. Radical freedom is the freedom to change, to say yes to the things that are good for you, that are healthy for you, that build your life, that produce happiness, significance in these things, and to say no to the stuff that's self-destructive, that destroys your relationships and destroys your life and destroys your health and all these other things. The Bible talks about it like this in Romans chapter six. Our old sinful cells, the ones that want to do the self-destructive stuff, our old sinful cells were crucified with Christ. Did you know that? There's a spiritual principle that when Christ died for you, he died for all of us, and we're included in that, so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We're no longer slaves to sin. That's freedom. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean I don't sin anymore? Obviously not. I sin all the time, and so do you. What is it saying? The set free from the power of sin is now I have the power to not do it. Before, I didn't have any power. It was just me against my addictions, me against my habits, me against the things I don't like. Now, I actually have a power outside of myself to say no. See, this is what makes you different from animals. Animals have no ability to disobey their instincts. Animals, that's what makes an animal an animal. Animals do not make moral choices. Animals are guided by instincts. And and so they just do what is instinctual for them. What makes you a human is you're made in God's image. You have the power to say no. It's not a power on your own. It's a power that God gives you by his grace. That's freedom. It's the freedom to have a clear conscience It's the freedom to have direct access to God and say, God, I need help right now. It's the freedom to say no to things that mess up my life and to say yes to good things. When people say the temptation was too heavy, I just couldn't help it. Well, if they don't have Christ in their life, they're right. They don't have, they don't have that help. They don't have that power. But if you say, I just couldn't help it, but you have Christ in your life, you're not telling the truth. Because the truth is, God says, if you'll have direct access to me, I will give you the power to help it. And I will never allow a temptation on you so great you can't say no to it. That's radical freedom. Number four, radical freedom is living with meaning and purpose. 
radical freedom, real, genuine freedom, not political, but radical spiritual freedom, means living a life of meaning and living a life of purpose. Now, this is so important because most people are all bound up and they're not living, really. They're just existing. Most people don't know how to live. They just exist. That's why Jesus said, I've come that you might have life because most people aren't living. They drift through life. They exist through life. And as a result, we're empty inside. And we're always looking for something to fill that emptiness. A relationship, if I could just get married, if I could just get the right girlfriend or boyfriend, then, then my relation, if I had the right relationship, that'd fill my emptiness. If I had the right job, that'd fill my emptiness. If I, if I just had the, found the right hobby, and they move from hobby to hobby, looking for something to fill their emptiness. Everybody is looking for something to fill their emptiness. It may be a pill or a bottle or television or pornography or a book or any, it, it could be something good, a good cause to fill the emptiness in my life. Doesn't have to be something evil, but there's this God-shaped hole inside of you that isn't gonna be filled with anything except God. People are empty inside and Jesus Christ came to set you free from that emptiness, to set you free to a life of meaning and purpose. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If you missed any part of this message, or if you would like to find out more about Pastor Rick Warren and this ministry, just visit PastorRick.com where you can listen online anytime. That's Pastor Rick with two R's in the middle dot com. Be sure to sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional while you're there. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first... Perhaps the most important role you can play in the life of a child is teaching them to trust God through prayer. It's the key to living with hope. Jesus said we should always pray and never give up. That's why it's important to strengthen the hope of children by introducing them to Jesus' model for prayer at an early age. And we're excited to tell you about a very special resource to help you do just that. It's called The Lord's Prayer, Words of Hope and Happiness. This book brings the poetic scripture from the King James Version alive for readers young and old. You'll find thoughtful insights from the New York Times bestselling author, Pastor Rick Warren, and stunning illustrations by award-winning artist Richard Jesse Watson. It's sure to become a meaningful bedtime ritual, a treasured memory, and a lasting legacy that bears good fruit for generations to come. The Lord's Prayer, Words of Hope and Happiness, is a perfect way to share the beauty and richness of the Lord's Prayer with the children the Lord has placed in your life. And we'll send it to you to say thanks when you give a gift to Daily Hope to help take the good news to people everywhere. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com, or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Your generous prayers and support help us teach God's Word to people all around the world who've never heard about the hope in Jesus Christ. And God is using your prayers and your gifts to help us reach people who would never set foot inside the door of a church. Here's a letter from Cheryl who said, Pastor Rick, your obedience in teaching God's Word brings blessings of hope 
in my life every day through your daily email devotional. Through your teaching, God is continually changing my thinking and aligning my heart with his word, which brings hope and happiness to my life and positive thoughts for a great future. Please pray that I'll keep the fight to keep the enemy from stealing the truth from me. I can now see why staying in God's word every day is so important. I want to pray for Cheryl right now. Cheryl, let me pray for you. Father, together we join in praying for Cheryl right now, and I ask that your word will grow deep in her heart and in the hearts of everyone else who's listening right now. Plant it like a seed in fertile soil, and then make it grow, and and let the weeds of temptation not choke it out. Help her and help all of us to stand firm in your truth. And Father, I pray for everyone who hears this message today. I pray for every listener of Daily Hope, and I ask that you strengthen them to be obedient to your word, to see your purpose, and to depend on your power, trusting Jesus that you'll help them through no matter what they face. And I ask this prayer, and I pray this blessing in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.